We want to thank everyone who came to see us at Anime Milwaukee. We had such an amazing time meeting everyone and hearing everybody's D&D stories. Just a few announcements before we get started. This month, we're going to be celebrating the birthday of our director and voice of Talia, Chris, me, by offering two extra episodes this month. As always, Patreon will get those episodes early. We also wanted to announce that we will be at Anime Detour in Minneapolis on March 29th through the 31st, as well as WizCon 43 in Wisconsin, May 24th to the 27th. We're really excited and we hope we can see you guys all there. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. If we have missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warning for this episode include mature themes, mild gore, and age-related dementia. Imagine a world on the frontier, where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources can be found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances happen at such a rate that society cannot keep up. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace, trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine, amidst all of this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. Talia, you end up waking up to the sound of little feet running around in the hallway outside. And you hear noises of people moving around outside, just going about their daily work. And also, you're right next to the bed, right? Yeah. Um, like, you're, the bed's right here, and I'm literally, like, right here. <laughs> Celine's arm is dangling down. Oh. Like, I don't think she could dangle it down enough to touch you, but it's pretty clear that that's what she's trying to do. Right. I take it for a second and just kind of hold it for a minute. And then I, I sit up and tuck it back onto the bed and kind of pull the covers over her a little bit. Mm-hmm. She needs some more rest, probably. Um, so I, I get up, get dressed, and go and find... I'm sorry, I keep forgetting her name. Rella. Rella. I go and find Rella. All right. Rella is currently in the kitchen making breakfast. Oh, how early is it? It's uh, probably like six, six-ish in the morning. Oh, okay. Uh, so That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. yeah. And... She, like, currently has, like, a huge thing of eggs going. Ooh. And it's like, oh, Talia, sorry, uh, could you hand me? And she kind of, like, motions over towards, uh, on, on the table, there's, like, a couple of um, things of spices that have been, like, set out. And it's like, um, can can you hand me the, the pepper? And, uh, uh, pepper. Yeah. Hand <laughs> it over. She takes it, like, pretty much, like, dumps it into the into the eggs. Oh, Celine, I love that. And she, like, mixes it in, and it's like, now you, you'll be able to taste the pepper in with all of those eggs. But right, right, like, right. 
Can I help you with anything? Oh, I got it. Thanks. Uh, I trade off cooking duties with a couple of the other people here for the farmhands. So she takes the eggs. They just It's like a, a giant... Vat. Like walk pan almost oh, okay. yeah, of, yeah. of scrambled eggs. Okay. And, and she like uh, hauls it away from the an iron stove. Yeah, yep. iron stove. Yep. Brings it over to the table and sits it down and then pulls out a long grate piece of metal and uh-huh. puts it over the iron stove also and you look and uh, Calden is it was sitting on the other side of the table behind like all the spices and stuff uh-huh. with a with a very big knife <laughs> haphazardly cutting up slices of bread from a from a loaf how many fingers <laughs> does he have <laughs> all of them <laughs> so far and she, she goes and just like scoops up the bread and starts like laying it out on the on the grate of oh, the see. oven for, okay. for toast. Oh, all right. Do the farmhands need any help? Or? Oh, I'm sure they, if, if you if you wanted to, I'm sure they would love an extra set of hands. Yeah, I think I'll go do that. Um, go see the worms. I'm gonna see the worms. Celine will be. Um, she might sleep for a little bit longer, but she'll be up eventually. All right. Um, should you signal me? When she gets up, she's been kind of fussy about eating. I'll have... Fussy? <laughs> I'll send Calden to come find you. All right. I just want to make sure she eats. But yeah, I'll be outside. So right. We're outside. We don't have to up here, but anybody okay. need any help? Yeah. I was asking around. There's like some help that needs like uh, hauling some like actual textiles of, of silk onto a cart. Morning shipment that's going back towards Blue Peak. Oh, okay. How it tends to work is the cart driver arrives in the evening, stays the night, and then leaves in the morning with the latest shipment. So. Got it. All right. So. I'll help with that if that's what needs to get done. Probably huge yeah. bolts of it. Yeah. It's probably... You and, like, at least two other farmhands per bolt. Yeah, of, got it. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, unprocessed silk, or is this processed? It's been processed. It's been processed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is the... Okay, I see yeah. the bolts. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Yep. And... I just I basically help out with mm-hmm. whatever they need until Celine gets up. And, yeah. Or whatever time people start. I don't know. I'm, I don't I mean, know. I have nothing else to do, so I'm just going to help. Yeah. And it's a farm. There's always There's something work. to There's do. There's always exactly. something to do. Yep. I didn't have a farm, but we had miniature farms where I'm from, so there was always something to fucking do. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I, I do that until she gets up. Yeah. Uh, Celine, what time do you sleep, Cell? Eight, eight, nine again. Okay. Okay. Um, I wake up and I, it takes me a moment to remember where I am. And then I remember everything. And I sit up and Talia, and she is not there. My bedroll's still there though. So it's obvious that I haven't left. Right, right. I lay back down on the bed. On the bed. There, there's a window right there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually right next to your bed. Mm. I stare at the ceiling for a bit. <sighs> I 
And I'm just thinking of everything. So I'm probably laying there for a good 20 minutes. <sighs> Trying to think of what to do, what to do. And then I, I see my, my, my uh, belt skull. Well, I had taken it off the night before. And I get up, and is there a shutter on the window? Yeah. All right. I close the window and pull the shutter, trying to make it as dark as possible. Okay. All right, yeah. so I, I um, take my close skull, I take my tape measure, and I wrap it around my hand. Um, and I sit on the floor, and I sit in the dark. Undertaker, I am, I am sorry I have not been uh, more attentive to you as of late. I, I have no real good reason as to why I have not spoken with you for some time, but I am in such need of your guidance. I do not know what to do. There's nothing I want more than to see the person I love happy and safe. And I do not see anything wrong with her desire for revenge. In fact, I, even though I do not understand it, I appreciate it. I will do everything I can to help her, but. I am afraid of what she will do to herself in pursuit of that objective. And I am... Must I stand idly by while she destroys herself? <sighs> if, um... If it was only death that she had to face in pursuit of the justice that she seeks, I would have no objection. But this tool she has come across in order to obtain what she seeks. I do not. I am afraid what it might do to her. That is worse than death. And I can do nothing. I'm sorry, I know you have much more important things to do than to listen to the, to the complaints of, of 
me a model, but I... I don't know what to do. And she just sits quietly. So, as you sit there, praying, thinking, a breeze moves through the room and takes the top three cards off your deck and scatters them across the floor in front of you. What do I see? Judgment inverted. The moon. And the star inverted. And what does those mean? Judgment inverted? Mm-hmm. Self-doubt, refusal of self-examination. Uh, the moon upright? Mm-hmm. Illusion, fear, anxiety, insecurity, subconscious. And the star inverted? Mm-hmm. Lack of faith, despair, discouragement. What do you make of that, Chris? You're not handling your shit. I am too handling my shit. No. According to the Undertaker. (laughs) You're not handling your shit. Dad told you no. (laughs) What's the other one? Um, The moon. You're having a lot of fear and anxiety. Um, Also, traditionally, what the moon kind of means is illusion. So, straight up, you're worried about something that doesn't exist. Last one? The star inverted lack of faith. That one's kind of self-explanatory. Um, but if you're talking, you asked very specifically about Talia. Right. So your lack of faith is in her. So... Basically, you're worrying about shit that doesn't exist. You need to deal with your nonsense. You're worried about stuff that you shouldn't be worried about to distract you from the shit that you should be worried about. And you don't trust your partner, according to dad. Meanwhile, I'm getting really like sweaty outside. Mm-hmm. I'm about you know. to go like take a cup of coffee and just watch you. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, like I like my brow all sweaty. Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. Know, like dirt and sweat just running down my pectorals. <laughs> and, you know, my shirt's like bunched up to the end. Actually, I probably took my shirt off because I bind. Right. So I'm down to the bindings, but it's not like they're Mm-hmm. vulgar or anything it's oh, just, yeah. you know farm hands will take their shirts off so yeah i probably did the same thing and oh yeah i've got something underneath this so yeah. man i just you know got water like you know <laughs> taking the water like you know like a water can, bottle can you, can you wait to do this till i'm down there so yeah no watch. i'll wait i'll wait jeez <laughs> sorry. sorry meanwhile you're missing the show <laughs> no i'll wait because you had to you decided to pray and missed the show no no, no i'll wait till she yeah. <laughs> comes out 
So yeah, it's... according to dad. And look at the sleigh cards. Uh oh, she's got that face. The face that says cards yelled at her and she's upset. <laughs> Not only did the cards yell at me, dad yelled at me. <laughs> I want to insist that I do trust Talia. I. Alright, but in my defense, Talia has done some pretty stupid things. <sighs> my cleric, who has lack of faith, I look down at my, my hands that has my tape measure around it and my belt skull. <laughs> I did ask for your guidance. I did not ask that I like what you had to say. But I do appreciate it. <sighs> Thank you. And she stands up, puts her cards away. Puts clothes on. Puts clothes on. <laughs> Goes out to the front. Yeah. Is, is uh, Lila there? Uh, you woke up around nine, spent time in prayer. So no, Rella is not. You see, like, a leftovers of the eggs in the pan, which there's a little bit, and there's, like, a single piece of toast kind of sitting cold on the table. Well, that was how it was like when I was growing up. Was, you were late, you did not eat. <clears throat> Talia? The ghost has no answer because she's not there, but yeah. I am... Yeah, you hear um, some noise in one of the other rooms, and little Calden pokes his head out. Oh, good morning, Calden. Oh, morning. You're awake. Good. He, like, takes out the back door and starts running towards Talia, which... What am I doing? You're actually probably helping taking supplies off of a cart that just came from Blue Peak. Stuff like feed for the uh, the couple of cows and the pigs that they keep here. So you're, you're currently, like, taking down, like, heavy sacks and barrels off of a uh, cart. Okay. And, sweaty. Yep. Yeah. Sweaty. And I have a cup of coffee because, I, of course, I do, and I am just watching. <laughs> yeah. Coffee's cold, but... Does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> just the visual. Yep. Talia's there, sweating, stripped down to her binding, and you see her, like, wipe sweat away from her brow, the dark, twisted tattoo right, <laughs> traveling up her right arm and underneath the binding. I say under my breath, this is not easy. I will have you know. It's fine. She sasses the undertaker. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Talia, you see little Calden running up to you calling, Talia! Talia! Talia's uh, hey, awake! Oh, thanks. I look over and, and you're standing there. Mm-hmm. And I wave and, and I wave. And I ask the farm hands, is alright if I stop for a bit? And they nod and, and say, Oh yeah, we got we got the rest of this. Alright, and I grab my clothes that I stripped off and start putting them I don't know, probably I use them as like a Yeah. <laughs> and then I put them back on because I'm gross. Um <laughs> You're a gross boy. I'm a gross boy. <laughs> um, yeah, put clothes back on. Hey, how you feeling? Better. Did you get to sleep? I think so. All right. 
Did you eat? There was not much to eat. Uh, well, I thought I saved some for you. Did I save some for her? That'd be the eggs and yeah. toast that's left. There's yeah. some in there for you. Uh, Come on. We got rations, too. Ugh. I know. When we get back out on the road, I'll catch us a rabbit or something. Ugh. If they sing sounds bad. I know, but there's a lot of pepper in those eggs. I do like that bell. Yeah. I know. I, I watched it go in and winced. <laughs> but knew you would love it. Did you eat? I did, yeah. Just, I, I go in and I'm just like, get some mm-hmm. of the eggs and the mm-hmm. toast. And... Is there hot sauce? There isn't. There's more pepper. Ah, I forgot to pick some up. Next time we're in Air Pike, I'm picking Let's some. Usually write that in your, I am. In your bullet journal. In the bullet journal that I keep for this game. Where the fuck? It's right here. Mm-hmm. I am writing that down, getting fucking hot sauce. Because I'm going to keep some with me. I'm going to get that, like, crazy shit that makes your eyes water. The make, meet your maker sauce? Meet your maker wow. sauce. It's perfect. It's on brand. Yeah, it comes in a coffin. I'm getting it. I don't care if this is fantasy. I'm getting it. Okay, so I scrape it together and yeah, just give you a I'm, plate. And... I am eating easier than I was last night, but it is still a lot of pushing the eggs around. And I know. I'm sorry. Did you see the silkworms? Uh, not yet. I mostly just been helping the farm hands. Yes, you, you. Yes, you are a mess. I am a mess, <laughs> and I need to go find a bath of some sort at one point. But mm. uh, or a river. Is there a river that I know of? Probably not. <laughs> I think you should clean up before we go and see. Uh, what was his name? Can. What's his last name? Alden. Alden. Alden can. Is there a river? Uh, not a river, but there are streams. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll probably go right down there and huh. run. Just, you know. No, just stand under the water pump. Oh, I suppose. Uh, do I want to waste that water? You helped with the farm. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'll do that too. All right. Okay. So while she Get you in the kiddie pool and, and, and bathe you like a dog. <gasps> Yeah. Big old doggo. Oh, oh god, I would die. I'd be happy. <laughs> had my tail my imaginary tails was wagging all over the place. Yeah. Do you wanna come back here or do you wanna head out after we see Alden? <sighs> I'm not sure. Okay. You wanna pack up our stuff just in case? Uh sure. Alright. So I'll go towel bathe myself really quick. Yeah. <laughs> go rinse yourself go off. Go rinse myself off. And- yeah. Um, grab a uh, um, shirt. <laughs> I, uh, as I'm going back to the room that we, we stayed in, I find the room that was mine. Right. You find it, and it looks like it's currently Calvin's. It's smaller than you remember. It's just a single bed. Small little closet. And a toy chest. I go inside. I do not touch any of his things, but I run my hands over the, the wood around the window and kind of over the walls. And mm-hmm. I have... And then I go and pack up our things. Mm-hmm. I just pump a few in a bucket. Just 
clean off. Most it's mostly my arms and shit, yeah. so I just clean off that um, switch out of. So, Lena, as you're walking through the hallway, your feet go over the a bit of the floor that sounds a little more uh, oh. hollow, and you look down and remember it was a floorboard. A crawl space underneath the house. You look down and you see the the metal ring that's in the floorboards that lifts up the hatch to the crawl space. I look at it and... I come up behind her. You okay? This is where, where she hid me. I look. Is it obviously there's a crawl space there? I mean, once it's you, definitely has the floor. Well, yeah. Once you look at it, you realize that you, know, you can see that the floorboards here are kind of like separated from the rest in a squarish shape with a ring that's kind of like recessed into the floorboards so that people don't trip over it. Right. But there's a little spot where you can like lift it up and pull. So. This is my husband me. Do you want to go down? I'm sure there was nothing down there. How do you know? And I kneel down and open up the edge. You pull it open. A little bit of dust falls in as you lift it up. You're looking down and just from what light there is, you, you can look down and see that there's not stairs exactly, but there there's like a couple of boards along the side that you can use as handholds. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it doesn't go down far. It's like three feet, maybe. Mm-hmm. And But there's some shelves actually set up down there that are holding like some old bottles. There's also what looks to be some wrapped up bits of meat kind of hanging from... Okay, so she is using it. Yeah, she she is she's using it. Yeah, because okay. it, uh, really? it's like a cooling space, sort of. Because mm-hmm. right, it's, it's cooler underneath. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I was going to ask how old are these bottles and this meat? Because uh... <laughs> no, not that old. Oh, all right, good. No, you also see like kind of like looking down the crawl space that does actually extend under the entirety of the house, and you see like a little ways off in the corner. There's like Something has been set up with a couple of old-looking blankets and some, like, burned-down nubs of candle. It's like a little fort. Oh, <laughs> cute. <laughs> Wish I had thought of that. Is there anything, like, that stands out as, other than that, just, it looks like a cellar? It lo- yeah, it looks like a cellar. Alright. I saw my mother's face for the last time when I was down here. I cannot remember what she looked like. Well, maybe, uh... Alden would be able to tell you. Maybe he could describe her and you'll be able to remember something. I do not know if I want to. How can you miss something that you do not remember? 
even if you don't consciously remember. There is a part of you that does. She quickly wipes her eyes and... That's, um, we should probably go and talk to him. Alright. I kind of heard her out of the basement. <laughs> Close the latch and get our stuff together and... Is Rella around? Just so I can let her know what, um, what we're doing. You look around and she's not far off. She's she's just currently... A farmhand had handed her a basket of pods and she is carrying it to one of the barn-like buildings. A pod-like thing? Uh, yes, what? it is a silk pod. A silk pod? Yes. Oh, is that where the silk comes from? Yes, the... Um... Those are silkworms when they, uh, before they turn into moths, they uh, encase themselves in silk and we harvest it. And oh. then boil them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen a silk moth. Well, I didn't see many of them either, but. Um... Uh, anyway. Hmm. Rella? Oh, yes. Hi, um, thank you for for the food and for the place to stay tonight, or last night. We really appreciate it. It's it's no trouble. It was good to see this place again. Well, anytime you want to come back and visit, or if you want to stay another day or so, you're more than welcome to. Uh, thank you, but, um, well... We'll see what the day brings. I think we're going to go talk to Alden first and see where we're at with it. All right. So uh, if we don't stay, though, we'll stop by and say goodbye. All right. Very well. And she nods and continues. Okay. So we get our horses and... Go towards the big yellow house. Go towards the big, bright yellow house. Okay. You don't need to take your horse. Like, the horses can be in the stable. Oh, okay. Then, I yeah. didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, we're going to come back and our horses later. Okay. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, we, we walk over to the big yellow house. Yep, the big yellow house. Kind of hurts my eyes. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> it tilts my eyes. And you uh, knock on the door, and a woman answers it, uh, maybe in her... 40s or 50s. Oh, you must be Celine and uh, Talia? Talia. Hi. My name is Karen. Uh, Karen Ken. Jameson said that you would be stopping by to see Alden. Uh, yes. I'll warn you, he is quite old. He... I remember him being quite old, and it's been 15 years since I left. Yes, well, he may not remember things quite clearly. That is, that is, do not worry about that. I, I would be surprised if he even remembered me. I just wanted to. Well, he was very excited to hear that you were back in town. Oh. Uh, when, so, when he heard yesterday. So, so he so. does remember me. Oh, interesting. Um, I will not take up much of this time. I'll stay down here. Oh. Unless you want me to come with you. Um, you may stay down here. Alright, I'll stay down here then. <laughs> but she actually leads you not upstairs, but to the back of the house. There's a very nice, large living room. 
sort of area. Mm-hmm. And like the back of it is actually kind of open in, instead of it being a wall. It's actually uh, what looks to be a metal screen that has heavy curtains on either oh, side that could it, be drawn. It is a patio. Yeah, it's like a mixture living room patio mm. sort of situation. It's a, sun, a sun room. Yeah. Okay. Alden is sitting there in a rocking chair and is kind of looking out over the backyard. Karen comes up to her. Pa, um, Celine is here to see you. Celine Arjant, remember she, uh, she came to town yesterday. And he, he looks up and he's like, Oh, yes, Celine. <laughs> and he, he looks over and smiles. Look how you've grown. It has been 15 years. It tends to happen with uh, children. <laughs> ah, well, uh, come sit, sit down. And he, he motions to ch- a chair uh, across from him. And she goes and sits in it. Well, oh, it's... It has been a long time. Fifteen years, you say that? Fifteen years. Well, uh, what do you what do you think of what of what do you think of the of the place? It is it is gone since uh, since um, I left. Yes. Well, after everything happened, um, I I came back and uh, purchased the property. Oh, I am. Um, that is where um. My companion and I stayed. Um, oh, the old house, yeah. I know very little, to be honest with you, of what happened. Just such a long time ago, and, uh, well, this is tells that the uh, cathedral of the mother in Blue Peak were never very uh, forthcoming with information. <laughs> he kind of chuckles in. I always thought those people were right snobbish. <laughs> you I have, like him. You have no idea. <laughs> mm. I am. Um, forgive me for for being too forward, but do you know what happens that night? I said it's back. Like, well. Um, Karen, darling, uh, would you uh, mind making us some tea? And she nods slowly and like, "Oh, all right. I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back." And she leaves. Alden smiles and says, uh, "I've told just about as many people as I can about that night, buddy." If it is too much, then. No, no. I want to tell you because I think you'll believe me. (laughs) (laughs) For our listeners, Chris just like grabbed a pencil and the bullet journal and looked at Danny expectantly like. (gasps) (laughs) Um, I do have one thing, though. How far away is Talia from where we're at you're actually probably in the kitchen so karen like comes back and starts making tea okay. but if you're just like sitting and listening you can probably hear a bit of what's happening in the other room that's what i was hoping so yeah. can i listen yeah okay and then hear what's going mm-hmm. cool yeah 
strangest thing that night, Celine. <laughs> Just. I am sure that whatever it was, I have seen weird. I have seen stranger. Wow. That fog that rolled in out of nowhere. We don't get fog like that around here. You know that. No, we do not. I saw it and I don't care if people say it was a trick of the fog or just trauma memory of the of what came next or just me getting seen out of my old age. I know that I saw towering above everything else in this town. A house. A house? Goddamn near four stories tall. Uh, it just appeared? Right along with the fog. Right where this house now stands. Fog. Was there anything else that happened before the, um, the undead attacked? Not that I recall. It was one day business as normal. Next, the fog in that damn house and the undead just stepping out of every shadow. I remember hiding in my home, which was, uh, he kind of like motions, see almost random direction. It's like my house was about a uh, hundred yards that way at the time. But hid in my house, barred my doors, and hidden, uh, hidden the attic. Just prayed that no, nothing would come and find me. Was there any, um, Strangers in town. Not that I recall. The newest fellow that had been in town was uh, John. Yeah, I have his name here. It's in here somewhere. It's just John. John, yeah. John. John Waywood. I remember it now. It was a fun name. John Weaver. Yeah. Blue into town. After the undead were cleared, John left to go let folks in Blue Peak know what had happened and never saw him again. I always thought he was a funny fellow, though. Why did you say that? I don't know. He... He didn't talk much. Just... He's always had a... Just kind of a sadness to him. But always a kind word and a helping hand. Do you remember what he looked like? Oh. In case you remember him. I mean, you, uh, you remember him a little bit from okay. that. And uh, he, he describes basically what you remember. Tall, dark-haired, um, like these 
storm gray blue eyes. Though, our funniest thing I remember, he was always slow to answer. Slow to answer? I always had to call his name a couple of times before he would answer. Perhaps he was out of hearing? Oh, I, I don't think so. In fact, I recall him being rather sharp here and just almost like. He'd forget his own name sometimes. Um. So after the after the undead came came into town and you had, do you remember what happened to make it leave? Uh, he he yawns and he's like, "Ah, oh, well, best I can remember." Three, three strangers followed into town day after the undead blew in. There was a lot of gunfire, a lot of unearthly screaming. I recall seeing uh, from my attic flashes of light, all sorts of colors. And the fog was gone. The three strangers with it. Mm. I'm sorry, darling. I, I just need to rest my eyes for a minute. Of course, of course. Just kind of like sits back. And uh, at this point, Karen comes back in with the tea. And I. Oh. Uh, he tires easily. I understand. Yeah, he he might he might wake up in a minute though. Uh, mm. Um, is my traveling companion? Uh, yeah, she's uh in the kitchen. Could I trouble you to fetch her for me? Oh yeah, sure. And she she goes and um, Celine uh, wants you to join her in the in the patio. Right. So I'll go to the doorway of the patio. Yeah. And I switch into Nightspeak and relay. Uh, you had in Nightspeak. Yeah, the sound tr- is traveling pretty well in here. Of course, yes. Also, your your hearing is better than. What do you make of any of this? Isn't it obvious? It's that house. The ones that we. But it could not be. You say that a lot. <laughs> You're right. I do. Think about it. Undead. A four-story house. Fog. Fog. But the house was outside of Blackwater for weeks. And there were no undeads that attacked. Might have been perfecting its, uh... Killing. It's method? It's method. But that sounds... I mean, you heard Ernest. That thing traveled around. Perhaps we should ask him more. Ernest? When we go back. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Tom, where are you Someone you know? Someone I remember very vaguely. 
Um, he was the one that uh, went to Blue Peak to get help. And never returned. Never returned. Well, it's someone to, to think about, but when he wakes up, you might want to let him know that he wasn't seen out. A little bit, a little time, like a couple of minutes go by, and he like yawns. And, oh, is there tea? Yes, yeah. yes, there is. Here. He, he picks it up off the table next to him. He, he looks up and he's like, "Oh, Milan. Oh, it's been about fifteen years." Oh, it's good to see you again. I look over at Talia like, shit, what do I, what do I do? Talia's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, it has been about 15 years. Uh, I suppose it would be 15 years. Um, uh, uh, how are you doing? Oh, tired. I'm sorry. I think I need to rest my eyes. Of course, of course. Oh, oh ma'am. I need. I continue with night speak. You might need to tell his daughter that he wasn't seen out about the house. I think I. Well, I'm. He thinks I am my mother. Yeah, I got that. I read her name on... Oh. Well, we want to stick around and see if he... tries again. Um. Karen actually comes back and he's like, I am... I'm so sorry. I, I hurt. Um, I said it is all right. Um, <laughs> it... I, I think... I, I think it's best to be left alone I for do, now. I understand. Um, so I, I feel the need to... Um, Perhaps we should speak inside. Okay, and she leads you back to the kitchen. Um, Alden speaks of an house. Oh, yes, that... I... I hope that didn't bother you too much. It did not bother me at all. We saw the same house. What? When? When you were... You mean when you were here? No. Several weeks ago, I think? Mm, a month, at least. Was it a month? Yeah, we've been traveling a lot. No. So last several weeks ago. Um, well, several weeks as like three or four. Uh, right. It, um, this time it appeared outside of Blackwater to the south. Fog covered the city. There weren't any undead that came out, but there were definitely undead inside. She kind of like sits down and takes us in. So he actually did see a house that moves. It, um. It was a cursed house. To put it in most layman terms as we can, there was a creature inside it that was forcing its existence. 
and traveling around looking for victims. By the time we got into it, it was luring people rather than, I think, going after people. Just kind of sits and takes uh, takes us in. I don't know how news travels, how fast news travels up here, but if you get any news in from Blackwater, you'll probably hear about disappearances and that it was uh, taken care of last month. Actually, would have been close. I think. I think. Given the time, it'd be close to at least a month and a half, two months almost. Yeah, we've been traveling. It takes a while to travel, so. Yeah. I would... Oh, right, we did that huge chunk of traveling. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. So we've been traveling quite a bit, so yeah. two months. Um, we don't hardly get any news down from that way. That's a, that's a way south. Most of our news comes from Ubendale, Blue Peak, and Air Pike. I would be happy to fill you in on the details, but the important part is to know that your father is not, um, he is not making this up, and he is, it is not a, an illusion of his trauma or of his age. Well, I thank you for that, I, I suppose, but even she looks back. You saw him. He's... I only came to live with him in the last 10 years or so. My mother uh, had left long before the attacks and I had my own life over in Blue Peak with my husband and son, James. Um, we moved back here to help uh, help with the farm when he took it over, but and his health started failing him. That may be, but of this he is not wrong. Well, thank you for that. Um, can I get you anything to eat? It's it's approaching noon now. Don't give me that look. I'll see now. Eat later on the road with rations. I could not impose. I could. <laughs> she <laughs> smiles and uh, brings out stuff for sandwiches, essentially. Celine, you also remember sandwiches were... They were kind the, of a big deal around here. Yeah, it's just something quick, easy. You make it, you eat it, you go back to work. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Well, in this case, we we eat it. You know, we, we make it, we eat it. Mm -hmm. Thank her very much for her time. And uh, in one of his lucid moments, if you could let your father know that he was not wrong. If it seems appropriate. All right. And uh, I... I do you want to stay at all? Alright, then I guess we'd basically head Thank back to the other farm mm -hmm. to say goodbye and get our horses. Okay. You're actually informed that Rella is currently in one of the uh, silkworm gardens. Oh. I've never seen one. Would you like to? Of course. 
I'm so I'm really curious about this. <laughs> Did you know that silk came from worms? Not until you told me. But then again, I didn't know what silk was until like until you until you met me. Until you well, I mean, I I had felt silk before. I just had didn't know what it was called. You just other than it was, it was very, very soft, that, 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 like, fabric. soft fabric. Yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, I had somewhat of an idea. I did no, I did not know until I met you mm-hmm. that it came from worms. For our listeners, shut up, Danny. Chris also didn't know. I remember we were playing this out. I'm like, yeah, Celine grew up on a silkworm farm, and Chris is like, wait, what? Yeah, and yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> anyway, let's go find Rella. Yeah, you lead. Talia into and through through a couple gates to the silkworm gardens. It's essentially, rows of trees and bushes that uh, have the worms living in them, and they eventually make their pods and they are picked. Mm-hmm. And uh, in there, you see like you, you see like these trees and bushes all just kind of like draped with. It almost looks like spiderweb at first, but it's thicker. Right. It, it kind of it clumps together more in, instead of like webs. It's almost more like nests. Oh, okay. And you see Rella and some other farmhands going through and just like picking out these little pods and putting them in baskets. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know what I expected. <laughs> um, it's you really make silk from these things, and I point to one of the pods. Mm-hmm. Can I touch one? Yeah, of course. It, it's it's firm sticky. but sticky. Probably sticky. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So there is a baby silkworm in there, and you boil it. What happens if you need more silkworms? Well, that's why they are raised. You don't have to kill all of them. Oh, well, what's a silk butterfly? A silk moth. Moth? Where are those? Uh, And actually, pretty much just as you ask it, one kind of like flutters by. Oh. Like lands on a, lands on a bush. And so then you know that these don't happen often. They really mm. only happen when you guys miss some. <laughs> it, uh, it appears that uh, someone's oversight is our fortune. Huh. And I pick it up off the bush. Yeah. I hand it to you. They're actually pretty big. Yeah, yeah. they're fuzzy too. Yeah, they're big and fuzzy. Wow. This big thing comes out of that little pod. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, um, the worms, once they uh, build their cocoons, they become a sort of uh, jelly inside. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> it becomes this. Yes. I open my hand and let it flutter away. Is there a dead one around? Like a dead moth? Uh, that can't be. Make an investigation check? <laughs> I don't kill that one. I just want to know if there's a dead one hanging around. 
since you like collecting creepy shit. Oh, that just true. So. 18. Minus two. Minus, oh, it's investigation, right? Yeah. Fuck me. Okay, you made 18 minus two, that's not bad. No, 16. You, you look around a little bit and you actually, you, you do find one. You like just caught the corner of its wing out of the corner of your eye. And it's like under a bush. Right. And you managed to find it and pick it up. I pick it up. Dead one, but do you want to keep it? Yes. Reminder of home. When you build that creepy stuff <laughs> that you like to collect, you know that shod that came out of my yes and uh, my leg and Zachariah did. Yeah, when well, we go and get that, <laughs> put that on there. I am. Um... I wrap it in linen, but I also want to put it in something that's more sturdy because it's... If you put it in the bag of holding, it won't. It won't? No, no it's it's like, it would be basically in a suspended space. Oh, okay. So... May, yeah. I, may I put it in the bag of holding? Of course. Right. Don't ask me. Am I the one holding it? You were last time, oh, but okay, I, I, I could be holding it too. You can be holding it. Okay. I'm going to put it in there. I there think it will be safe. Yeah. When we build stuff for the tent, you can have... That somewhere. Or maybe we can get one of those glass things. A jar? No, not a jar, but it's got like a wood base and then it's got a dome. An upside down jar. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of like, like a snow glow kind of thing. Kind of thing. Like it's a specimen thing. Oh, okay, okay. And you put it on. That's, that's, I do not know what that is, so I'm just like, it's a jar upside down. It's a thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll, um. Display. Put on display. I'll know that it is a creature that escaped the grip of death, only to become something beautiful and to die. That is pretty morbid. <laughs> that also sounds more like you. What do you mean? Ah, uh, you've been. Uh, I mean, I totally understand. 100%. I'm just, I'm glad you sound more like you. Uh, we should say goodbye to Lila. Yeah, so we, we go to her. Yep. Are you staying or taking off? I think we're taking off, right, honey? I must, I must continue my wandering. All right, well. Thank you so much for your hospitality. It's no trouble. If you ever want to come visit again, you drop in any time. Will do. Anytime you need any more farm hands, I'll... Or next next time I'll play farm hand again. That was <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> you would do very well here. There is plenty to do. And lots of places to run. Face changes slightly. And then in night speak, I kind of mumble. I'm going to have to talk to you about that. Good one. Nothing horrible, I promise. Just smile. Yeah. Anyway, thank you again. <laughs> I forgot to tell her about that should, shit. Should I give her a uh, a nail? <gasps> yeah, give her a nail. I mean, I, I don't know if she'd appreciate. I mean, I night speak. I I don't know if she'd appreciate. Well, I was not going to give one to Alden. No. <laughs> I thought about it and then immediately realized what a terrible idea that would be. Here is a nail that is going to go in your coffin very soon. <laughs> <laughs> this is an 
nail for this is a nail for your coffin. <laughs> Big smile. <laughs> you give this to your father. It's uh, for his coffin. It is it is for him for his use. <laughs> <laughs> As he sees feet. <laughs> Alright. I uh do you guess I have a bag of holding? Do I just do I like Janet and um, you, yeah, you reach in and think about what you need. Oh, okay. We've got 300, we got 299 nails left. Well, now we have 298. Got it. I reach out and I pull out a nail. Um, Fella, this may be strange, but, um, this is a, um, a symbol of my patron. And, um, I have found that uh, carrying a symbol of any god can bring good luck. And what, what god is this? The Undertaker. Oh. The nail to ward against is coming. She smiles and... Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, we go get the horses. On um, do we bring our stuff? Yes. Okay. Is the back door locked? Hmm? To the house? The back no. door locked? Cool. I go in there and then on the kitchen table, kinda next to something, so it's not immediately recognizable, I, I leave a small little pouch of five gold. <laughs> As a thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash letsbelegendarypodcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.